What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Welcome. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, and you're listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, development, and training. As always, I want to give special thanks to Mr. David Wolf. Without his expertise, these productions would not be possible. I also want to give special thanks to Patterson Dental Supply Company, Vocal Dental Supply Company, and Henry Schein Dental Supply Company. Without their expertise, their training, their knowledge, and their help, certainly my dental practice would not have attained the success that it has. With no further ado, I'd like to talk today about good profits and true growth. Basically, I suggest to our listeners, whether you're in the healthcare business, medicine, dentistry, or any business, you should examine what's the culture at your business. Is it simply more money, more money, more money, working faster and faster, seeing more patients or customers, dealing with problems rather than avoiding them, doing the job but not fully understanding what the job or your career is all about? My personal opinion is, is when you evaluate your business, whatever that business may be, but my expertise is in dentistry and healthcare, Obviously, the first step is to create a good group or a great group of people or team members. You must then look at your infrastructure and does that infrastructure succeed or does it need to be tweaked? Is your location satisfactory? Have you surrounded yourself with committed leaders or team members? Is your organization working or working hard? Are the groups in your organization, in my opinion, the more diverse the ethnic group, the greater your customer base. As always, people tend to focus and move towards people of like color, religion, and basic backgrounds. And then lastly, are you surrounding yourself with leaders in the field so that you can pick their brain and use them as mentors? 
My personal opinion, after running my own business and still running my business for close to 38 years, the single biggest problem that I see is lack of training or incorrect training. The second thing I see is not getting out the message clearly, whether the administrators, the leaders, the managers, whatever title you feel to put on uh, your team or group, do they know what the message is and is that message being given consistently and professionally? The next issue or weakness that I see in many of the organizations I do consulting with is they don't have clear goals. They don't really know where their organization is going or where they want to take that organization. And lastly, it's not clear how to achieve these goals, even though some of these organizations have them, they just don't have the blueprint or the map to meet the goals that they want to achieve. My suggestion is, and it always has been a strong suggestion for me, is to create the appropriate processes and procedures for every aspect of your business. But please remember this, and this is probably the most important point at this podcast. Never put processes and procedures in front of people, whether they be patients, customers, a combination of both. Examples of this is my office and organization has innumerous policies and procedures, but at the end of the day, you have to have a team or an organization that will put people first. Even when you don't think you want to, you don't think it's profitable to do it, trust me, in the end, putting people first, whether it be your customers, your patient base, or your team members and employees, remember it's critical to put the individual or person first. In my opinion, and I think most business leaders would concur, it's relationships with your customer base and patients that are by far the most important. And the ability to cultivate these relationships are critical. You have to understand your patients, you must have patience with your patients, and you must have time to develop these relationships. It has to come not just from your leaders, your managers, but your entire team. In most cases in the dental facility or medical facility, generally that first interaction, that first relationship comes from either a phone call or that front desk personnel or that front desk administrator. And generally that last interaction is also coming with that uh, administrative person. It is critical that the people that come in the front lines and at the end have been thoroughly trained, they understand the goals, and they understand not just the process and procedures, but more so that the patient or customer has to come first even though sometimes it is excruciatingly difficult because anyone who deals with the public knows how difficult the public can be day in and day out. The next thing that I would pose to our listeners today is, is there such a thing as bad profits? And the answer, in my opinion, is yes. A bad profit is anything that's earned at the expense of a customer's relationship. Whenever your customer or patient feels misled, mistreated, ignored, or coerced, 
then the profits from that customer or patient are going to be bad profits. They arise when a company or an organization tries to save money by delivering a lousy customer experience. And they extract value from customers rather than adding values for customers. I can tell you that my own personal uh, day-to-day, I can't tell you how difficult it is and how I ultimately want to react when someone says they're unhappy with care or treatment or service. My immediate impulse is it's the patient's fault. Trust me, after 38 years, it's a small price to pay. Agree with the patient, agree with the customer, listen to them, let them vent, and then make the best business decision. And in my opinion, cut your losses, return the service or the product or the treatment, and move on. Anything beyond that just costs relationships, dissatisfaction, and creating bad profits. Companies that do focus on bad profit, generally they suffer with true growth. Their reputations are hurt, customers become alienated, employees or team members ultimately become demoralized, and you become very vulnerable to your competition. In most cases, your business will have a short-term success, but in the long run will fail. In order to avoid bad practices or bad profits, my suggestion is you must have your managers, your leaders, your doctors, your administrators, your hygienists, your dental assistants, your medical assistants, all aspects of your organization must focus on the best patient experience possible. That comes from the beginning phone call to the end of the day when you're discharging or dismissing your customer or patient. If you can't improve or create an outstanding patient experience, then ultimately you are going to create bad profits and it's going to have a negative effect on your business. Some things that you can do to start this is, as I said in the beginning of this podcast, take a look at what the culture is in your organization. Find out what the strengths are and the weaknesses are and get help with your weaknesses so that you have more strengths and you're constantly trying to give that patient or customer the best experience possible. In order to do that, who's ever leading your team must be an incredible communicator. They have to be clear and effective in their communication. If there's such a thing as bad profits, then there must be such a thing as good profits. And good profits are earned when the customers are enthusiastic, they're cooperative. They occur when the customers or patients want to come back for more services and treatment. They want to tell their friends, family members, acquaintances about their experience. In business, we refer to these types of good profits and the patients and customers that create good profits, they become promoters of your business. Promoters are the individuals that market your business or practice. They tend to be loyal patients who see us over and over again. They believe, they like, and they trust you and your organization and team members. What I refer to as BLT, not bacon, lettuce, and tomato, but they believe, like, and trust you and your organization. 
They also provide the most cost-effective growth, and perhaps most important, they tend to be extremely loyal to you and your organization. The bad profits create what we refer to in business as detractors. These are individuals who hurt you and your organization. They drive up costs by reporting numerous problems and wasting you and your company's time. They tend to badmouth your company, and particularly today in social media and social networks, a single bad review or several bad reviews can really ultimately affect your bottom line and your reputation. They strangle your growth, and they demoralize your organization and the people in it. In order to avoid detractors, it's service, 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 patient experience, patient experience. You have to communicate clearly. My suggestion is every patient, every uh, customer should have an orientation to the services that your business uh, is presenting. You should have these services written down. They should receive a letter of intent, a letter of organization explaining what the treatment options are, what the cost of those treatments are. It is critical that the financial arrangements be done, reviewed, discussed, and signed before treatment is started, not after. The old adage in healthcare is inform before you perform. As far as getting rid of those detractors, it is probably the most cost-effective and best thing that you can do for your organization and your own personal psychological health. Detractors break you down and break your business down. You've got to eliminate them. You've got to get rid of them. In order to do this, there are many different strategies and options involved. But at the end of the day, if you could sum it up, you would like an organization, a business, a medical or dental practice that is filled with promoters and almost no detractors. In business, you usually have what we refer to as three types of patients or customers. You have the promoters, which I've discussed. You have the detractors, which I've discussed. And you have the passive group, which can be swayed into the detractor or the promoter mode based on a number of factors. The goal is to take this passive group of customers or patients and move them into the promoters by giving them an incredible patient or customer experience. It's been said that the best companies in the world only have between 42 and 82% of promoters. So that's telling us that even the best, most successful companies in the world certainly have a tremendous amount of room for improvement. I cannot emphasize how important it is to take a look at your customers, take a look at your culture, and try to nurture this. The value of having a business with mostly promoters in it is you tend to have a high retention rate. You have better profit margins. Your annual spending is less. Your cost efficiencies are more, and the word of mouth is tremendous because promoters brag about the services and care you provide, and you start to take a bigger market share. 
I suggest for the practices and the people listening to this podcast, consider the treatment or the organization of measuring your insurance and your assessment, what I call quality assurance and quality assessment. After every procedure, whether it be a hygiene procedure or a full mouth rehabilitation or a surgical procedure, it's immaterial. The patient is asked to answer the following questions. Were we on time for your care? Yes or no? Do you feel we solved your problem? Yes or no? Did the doctor or provider show empathy and concern for your problem? Yes or no? Were the finances discussed and options for your care discussed and reviewed? Yes or no? And would you refer a family member, colleague, or relative to the practice, yes or no? Any answer that is a negative or a no, that has to be immediately at the point of service reviewed and followed up so that we can eliminate these detractors and try to turn these passive groups of patients into promoters. I suggest you listen to this podcast Take a look at your organization and see what you can be doing better. I want to thank you for your time, and I appreciate you listening to me, and I look forward to chatting you in the near future. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on education, knowledge, training, and development. And again, my special thanks to uh, Patterson Dental, Henry Shine, and Vocal for their continued support and their excellence in helping train my team and providing us with the best uh, materials and training to keep us on the cutting edge to provide better care, better service, and better results for our clientele and patients. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.